gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice, are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Ladies and gentlemen, DC presents the Doomsday Clock. Jeff Johns brought this back to us. We have the Watchman. We have Superman. What are we going to do? What is going to happen? PD, Tal, Rocket. Well, um, this one's going to be a little different because we're also going to go through a little like a succession right. of how we got to the Doomsday Clock and a little overview of Jeff, your, Jeff John's career that got us to this point. So I think we're going to let Cal lead us off because we've been, you know, we've been yes. playing this out. So we're going to start that way and then Come we're going to Come with us back interject. to 1986. 86. 1986, where DC, in its infinite wisdom, decided that it would make everything that they had done for the last 40-some-odd years, almost 50 years, irrelevant, with a series known as Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, this series was very influential to a young man who would one day become the chief creative officer of DC Comics, Jeff Johns! Yes, Jeff and, Johns. And Jeff Johns has this fixation, this titillation, this... Well, well, let's not say it's a bad thing yes. about it, but uh, he does have hey, a fixation. Hey, just the facts, man. Just the facts. A fixation. Just the facts. Just the facts. What's wrong with the titillation? Just the facts. Just the facts. Okay, with all things crisis. Yeah. So, we have seen Jeff Johns execute... So, look, we've seen Jeff Johns execute some things that were very well received, and to be quite honest, very well written. If you look at his run on JSA, really good stuff, Okay. Everybody, there's, I'll argue with anyone if you want to say anything negative about his run on Green Lantern. I didn't really think Hal Jordan needed to be brought back, but he brought him back, made him viable, and told some really good stories in the process. However, Jeff John seems to get a really big pass for all of the things that he's done that have been, what's the word? What is the word? Destructive to the DC Universe. First up, okay, for, well, let's just go with the most recent offense. And the most recent offense is Flashpoint. Jeff Johns is always the guy who writes these things, implements them, and then later on it becomes, well, I was just, uh, you know, I was just following orders. I was just following orders or something to that extent. Doomsday Clock for me... Stay in there. Stay in. Don't represents, Doomsday Clock for me just represents everything that Jeff Johns has to offer in terms of the negative and in terms of the positive. But I'm leaning a little bit more towards the negative because we seem to forget all the stuff that Jeff Johns does and nobody ever slates him for it. Jeff Johns decides he's going to retool Captain Marvel, turn Captain Marvel into Shazam, take away the classic outfit, put him into some hip-hop hood and go-go boots. It doesn't work. Nobody seems to remember that. Everyone just seems to, oh, no, it's Jeff Johns at the helm. So now when it comes to Doomsday Clock, and, of course, my big problem, the thing that I'm always looking out for is the S. It's always <laughs> Superman. So I'm reading through the interview here, and what does the interview say? It's like, okay, so what's Superman's role in this? Everybody else is looking, oh, this is good stuff. I'm like, no, 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 what's the Superman aspect in him? And the line stood out for me. What are the flaws in Superman? How far, how far can he fall? I'm like, oh, God. Once more, you're going to try to deconstruct this dude. Dude, you already had your shot at that with Secret Origin. And because Jeff Johns is creative officer, Secret Origins is still on the books. Oh, it is? Well, wait a second. I wonder, while we're on Secret Origin, what did you feel about that reboot? Unnecessary. I mean, it brought back some elements that I liked, but then overall, it didn't do what it needed to do because it was a rehash of stuff that had been done over. They want to push Superman forward. 
you have to push him forward. You have to let go of the farm boy stuff. You have to say, look, return the fact that he's a scientist. Allow him to be intellectually curious. Get him off planet Earth every once in a while. Let him be the cosmic figure he's supposed to because he's been on Earth for over 30 years now. It's okay. You know, you can broaden the wings a little bit. But because he's chief executive officer, that got to, you know, that got to stand. You know, look, how many misses has Jeff Johns had? And it just seems to roll Whoa. off of him. Why? <laughs> well, that's a, that's. And what a, about the hits? You know, such as the well, whole he, rebirth. No, look at no, I no. Mean, don't, don't, don't look at rebirth. Look at what came before <laughs> rebirth. <laughs> I mean, he's don't look at rebirth. Look we at should look 50, at rebirth. Look at New Fifty Two. <laughs> look at New Fifty Two. Well, and he's that the lead writer on uh, on the JL. The JLA is the star titles on in, in the New Fifty Two. Yeah. He was the lead writer. Was. Had all of the. <laughs> good point. Good Once. point. It's not anymore. But he rebirth is another. He's a part of both of them. Yeah. You can't if he did Flashpoint, and Flashpoint is the catalyst. Right. To but now he is a creative officer. Now, before he was one of the. You don't get credit. You don't get credit for throwing the mud <laughs> and then saying, you know, you did a really good job cleaning it up. No, you shouldn't have thrown the mud in the first place. He's building the house. You're missing the point. Probably the first time. The house is built already. It's not his house. <laughs> well, rebirth. He no. Rebuilt yeah, it. All right. The, they're, they're kicking ass right now. Okay. Marvel. Look, go. I don't know why yeah. I always have to be the DC guy and you got to always be the Marvel <laughs> apologist. That's not it's the not case. Marvel wasn't like even involved in this. I'm not saying it's, it's just how right, no, no, You no, just brought know. Marvel into this. Yeah, all right, yeah, there you go. Anytime yeah. you start losing, you got to start looking for these comparatives. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back no, to what no. we're talking about. I want to go back to... There's a point where he was doing Flash, he was doing Hawkman. These books are really pushing. And JSA, he's starting to move off of JSA, but that's a strong book. He had like three books going. I think he wrote with David Goyer on, on the JSA. Yeah. Once the magic team. there's a book called Identity Crisis, another crisis thing but done by Brad Meltzer. That one really pushed forth the dark elements, which <coughs> what, I mean, Jeff Johns had some dark elements with Zoom and, you know, that sort of thing. But then... He did a JLA story, which was a crisis of conscience. I think it's something like that, where they had the aspect of Batman's mind being wiped, also because of what happened to Sue Denby. So they wiped off. Wasn't it all? In, I thought that was all an identity he, crisis. He did a separate thing because okay. they didn't really deal with what, what Batman's reaction. Okay. So Flash is like, "What about Batman? What did Batman say?" So, "Oh, I didn't say Batman was it." And, and Flash is like, "Wait a second! You just said Batman." And he's like. Oh, Batman was upset, and we wiped his mind too. And then they let Batman know, and then it breaks up the whole Justice League, and they start the title over again. So one of the things when you had that, a little while after that, they do a story which is called what was it? Um, they had the what's it? The what's it? Um, crisis, uh, Infinite Crisis. Right. It's so nutty because like they, everyone says, Superboy is the one doing the continuity punches, but it's also the classic Superman who's busted them out and breaking up continuity. And it's the nuttiest story. Every fan was saying, what are these continuity punches? And everyone's joking about it, but it's selling like gangbusters. And then they rope in George Perez and he does this gorgeous <laughs> art. But it's like, there's killing, people die. <laughs> and then after that, then there's a heart, the, his first step as being one of the top is when he does the 52 series. Remember oh, yeah. the 52 series? And basically they said that every other, every other writer is like, you gotta jump forward a year because we're doing the real stories in 52, and you guys have to be a year advanced. So it's like some art, some writers had to chuck like wow. a bunch of stories just for this 52, and it has, who's it, Grant Morrison, but Jeff Johns is the lead writer of that. And then that's where it goes. He starts to just go, <laughs> he's, he starts to go a little further than he was where he was continuity guy, and now he's crisis and continuity where he's like mixing and matching, and then you get a lot of, 
get Secret Origin, you get um, Flashpoint, you get a lot of stuff that isn't what we. So what would are you saying? What are you saying? Now let's just get down to the it, distill it to the essence. Doomsday what? Clock. Yes, that's a good let's point. Doomsday Clock is how is this going to work? I mean, it's it, the problem is is that we've been only hinted what this thing is going to be about. <laughs> we don't really know, and we he's been in the background as far as the Four Watchmen. He hasn't really done anything yet besides re the first Rebirth issue where he put the the button in the Batcave. So he hasn't done too much connecting him with the Watchmen where everyone else took the blame for before Watchmen. Where we're at, now we see he was involved some way in wanting this project to happen which led directly into this Doomsday Clock. And everyone's complaining about it but now the everyone's are complaining. With the streets, I, I haven't heard any complaints. Everyone's saying everybody's they loving. Done. They're loving. They, the they're not. Go they're back and read before Watchmen and all the other creators that got. You know, I'm not hearing from the creators, but the streets is watching. The no, streets the want fans complain about it. See it Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. He's already said this is not going to be. Oh, it's not going to be Superman versus Doctor Manhattan. It's going to be Superman versus <laughs> Doctor Manhattan. It's going to be a punch thrown some. And his record right now. His record right now when it comes to dealing with Superman or his. You know his examination of Superman mm -hmm. is you know is spotty, and then my whole thing when it comes to it is like, what is the purpose? What is it goes into what PD highlighted before? DC's marketing, you know, with Rebirth has been spot on. Okay, they they're showing a little Thank they you. show they show a little ankle, not even leg. They show a little ankle with Watchmen. They take it right back. That whole thing with the button series that we reviewed, that thing sold oh like you would never gosh, believe, and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> what happened at the end of the button? They said, hey, buy this book coming out later on. And it's yes. supposed to come out. That's what how I, we got to this. I heard they're supposed to come out with a trade paperback. And yes. the trade paperback is also supposed to have what in it? Doomsday clock. So that means if you wait long enough, you can get all of this stuff without any problem. That's weird because I heard the opposite, that it may not have it in it. Uh, I don't forget Maybe. who told me. I don't know if it was you yeah. who told me. Oh, yeah. It might have been you who told me it. So... The, the, the way they're marketing this whole thing is just like, hey, hey, monkey, let's see how you, <laughs> you know, let's see how you can jump for these bananas. You know, let's yeah, just see how it goes. It's for really them. doing that to us as as, as fans. But it's intriguing us, right? I mean, it's intriguing us, especially no, no, no the because Watchmen, the these Watchmen guys world they know the answer. They know the answer to the world that they've created already. The DC universe is not some place that's predicated on flaws, on trauma, or anything of that nature. The DC universe is people who. Have look, they have the light, okay? They have the heroism in them, and they go with it, okay? They don't resist it, they don't question it. They are wonderfully born with these moral competencies that tell them this is what we need to do. We don't have to think about it because this is the right thing to do, and they can just go off to the races with it. It's not the Marvel Universe, okay? It's the DC, it's the DC Universe. When you get into something like Doomsday Clock, and you're going to ask, hey, how far can Superman fall? What are the flaws in, flaws in Superman? What you're saying is that the universe that was pretty much based on this character is flawed. How far can this fall? And you've already answered that with New 52. Mm -hmm. It can fall very, very far if you decide that you don't want to do what's at the core of the universe that you've created. But hold on a second. Isn't what they've done now with the new rebirth of the new Superman, they've tried to incorporate the best aspects of Superman, classic as well as current? No. S you just said in a, a past review, in one of the past oh. reviews, that they've done a better job of uh, depicting Superman than they, they did previously. What years. they've done is they took the Superman that they got rid of and they brought him back, and then they said we're going to merge. You know, they did a, they did four issues and they said all the issues, all the, everything that happened with the new Fifty Two Superman, we're merging that. So it did happen, and they're trying to do a new timeline. Mm -hmm. But the, if the question was, or if the problem was, Superman, mm -hmm. we feel that he's run aground. You know, he's not selling as well anymore. We need to be able to reintroduce them to people. You know, we don't want to change the character, repackage them. They did that with New 52, and it fell flat on its face. 
Right. They didn't do anything different. They just brought the other guy back. It's literally, it's like, okay, I fired Petey and I put you on. After five months, me. oh no, you're after about five months, you know, after <laughs> five months, it's like, hey, you know, this isn't working out. Let me bring Petey back. Petey comes back and does the job he's always been doing. Everybody's like, yeah, this is great. Like, no, if I let go of Petey because I wanted, I wanted somebody who was going to push more and do some other stuff. All I got back, I got competency back. Okay, I have normalcy back. I haven't necessarily gone and done the things that were needed. So now when we're looking at it, I thought I was going to say you should have used. You know, new Coke and classic Coke. But once you <laughs> say competency, you can competency. Then you can use me again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you look, uh, look, I'm, am I going to read Doomsday Clock? Definitely. Am I actually looking forward to it? Definitely. Because hey, You're looking forward to it. Yes. I'm I worried. I look forward that to Doomsday is going to be in it. No. I, look, <laughs> no. I always look no forward to these things. It. I always look forward to these things because I say there's like one or two. Once a decade, once a decade, there's a great Superman story that's told. Mm -hmm. you know, like in the last one, it was All Star Superman. This one, seven years in, who knows? This may be the this may be that great story where somebody comes in, does a really good examination of the character, cuts loose, and presents us with something that okay, this is where we can go. This is uh, this will be at the very least some guide for us going forward. This is what fans are responding to. This is what readers are responding to, and we can shape it a little bit towards that. However, I mean. Jeff Johns killed the Golden Age Superman in Infinite Crisis, and he turned Superboy into one of the That's worst caricatures uh, of a villain I have ever seen. Well, and, and, For and no reason. And yeah. you know what? You are 100% right. And I think that this is an example of him trying to correct the Superman. This is why the Superman... Correct. correct. I think, I think there's going to be... This is where... No, you don't need to correct Superman. Be, you need to come up with some good ideas. I mean, this is what I've heard. You know, that they're going to do a new rebirth of Superman. Another one? They just did one. I'm just saying to try rebirth, to get reborn. What's it going to be now? <laughs> so that's after what, reborn birth, this there is we where go. we're going to see this series is going to be focused basically on Superman, Doctor Manhattan, unlike the others. And I think you're going to see such a lot more development of the Superman character, and hopefully it'll capture that 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 golden age feel that you want back for Superman. You know, and then um, start I don't with want a golden age feel, bronze age, bronze age, bronze age feel of Superman, and then you know you get back what you want. I mean, because the title, like you've said before, Superman is one of those tentpole characters that brings others along. Right now, yeah. my big concern is always going to be Superman. Overall, it's that, look, I really hope that at the end of the day, look, I, I won't take nothing away from Jeff Johns as a writer. However, this guy escapes a lot, you know, of the slate that get Dan Didio gets it, Jim Leo gets some, and, you know, Jeff Johns is right up there with it. So, as you were saying, Petey... <laughs> Well, I think this is, I mean, it's been an interesting um, sort of thing for the fans because we had before Watchmen, which was, I mean, it sold, but it was railed, critically, you know, been railed by the fans and people complained about it. Then when the connection with the rebirth to the before Watchmen, that set the, you know, the books, a couple of books on the before Watchmen, the sales went up, you know, as the back issues went up crazy. So it was like, we're going to get a crossover. Once they say crossover between DC and Watchmen, then the fans are on board where they're saying this, you know, sacrilegious to sort of uh, do anything with the Watchmen. Now having a crossover, the fans are like, yes, this is something new. And it's like, no, you, if, you're, if it's wrong to connect the two, then it's wrong to do this. But this is also, every creator gets to that point where they have to sort of um, tear down what Alan Moore did. Once they get to the top, Grant Morrison, he's touched on some Watchmen elements, and now Jeff Johns is there. So he's there, and I don't think Mark Wade, but he's, Mark Wade has pushed it as far. I guess you can even go to um, Twilight, because Twilight was the book that luckily Alan Moore didn't get to do, 
and then Mark Wade got to do Kingdom Come, which is close to it. But I mean, it wasn't as dark and as crazy as what Alan Moore was planning. But that's the thing that that fans are, fans are gonna jump to this. I just hope that Doomsday isn't actually in this because there's a clock in Watchmen. But the Doomsday part, is they going to have Superman, Dr. Manhattan, and Doomsday? That's when they're officially gone too far. Probably they'll have the, um, Dr. Manhattan as a Watchmen-like figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I hope, it, and I hope it's not a thing where they're just talking in a bar or something like that. There's a lot of talking heads and him explaining to Superman what he's done wrong or something like so wait that. So you want Dr. Manhattan to fight mm-hmm. Superman? That's what you're talking about? I don't about? know what it's going to be. I'm just saying we're speculating. I'm just saying, do you want him to fight? Do you, would you like to what see What else can happen in it? Can they can't be heads. sitting around. It could be a, a watchman. Unless we get, a, we get Neil Adams to draw it, it's going to not really be that great of a book of them talking in the bar about what Superman did wrong. And It's got to be something where he's almost like, like I think you would, you would go to Superman versus like the Spectre. That's what they're going to try to go for. That this is big, huge you know, character that's out of Superman's realm of thinking and power and Superman's like trying to I don't know what to do. <laughs> the clock is ticking. I don't I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just he's a he's a he's a you know, he's not a megalomaniac, but he has a ton of power now. So it's just hard to say what this book is gonna be. So it's hard to gauge. So are you interested in this in in, in the book? No, I'm interested? not really into many crossovers. Uh, I think you should just do basic stories before Watchmen I was okay with that. They stayed within it. They didn't go out. They didn't try to create something to negated Watchmen. So it was just a fine story. They, but they didn't try to connect them with the DC universe. Once you get the crossover, it's just interesting to me to see how the fans react because the fans are so against doing anything again. You know, touching on Alan Moore stuff, and now he's really going as the top creator, and you know, punching that Alan Moore hole and saying, "Nope, I get to punch the holes in it. I get to connect them to the regular DC universe." What about you, Kev? What about me? I mean, what do you think? You think this is going to be a series? You said you're going to you're interested in watching. Do you think this is going to? I be read something? this because I'm more of a Superman completist, so <laughs> I pick up all this stuff. <laughs> okay, how does this affect Superman? And like I said before. Once a decade, you usually tend to get this one good Superman story that's pretty much the driving force for Superman afterwards, though they didn't really pick up with that with All-Star Superman. All-Star Superman tend to be its own thing, and they kept floundering you know, as to what they wanted to do with Superman. So I'm going to have a look at it, and I'll see. Jeff Johns' hand with Superman, I mean, like I already said, is he's, it's spotty when it comes to Superman, and this looks like one of these things where... It's not going to be. It's not going to be adventure or action. It's going to be introspection, and um, these yeah, guys don't, don't necessarily that. do that very well. They don't. So, we'll see. I'll see how it goes. I'll s- you know, November. November will get here soon enough. Okay, and, and right. I'll read it. Hopefully, it's a good story, and it can segue this into uh, uh, into the Man of Steel movies. Okay. What? Spin rack out. Yeah, yeah. Two and <laughs>